What's poppin', y'all? This is Three Girls in a Podcast. I'm Miss Shanice. It's your girl, Ashby. It's time for Praise Five. And all the ladies in the building, y'all, how exciting. I know, right? It's all three All girls. three girls. It's been a little minute, but we back. It has. We've been going for a minute, but all three of the girls are back. Ready this to is get our first into 2021 it. with all three. All three. Facts. Happy New Year's, yeah. ladies. Facts. <laughs> a quarter in. A quarter in, and we still on some bullshit here in the Americas. Me and P was just talking about Canada, but like I told her, Canada ain't far enough. I'm trying to look down from these to these bitches from Mars. <laughs> like I can't believe I used to live on that shit whole Earth. Like ew, ghetto, ghetto, ill. I smell the ghetto from up here. Let me go higher in the atmosphere. Ratchet ass third rock from the sun. <laughs> okay, old third rock from the sun facing. <laughs> I hope all of y'all do go up to Mars. Go up there and do not fucking come back. I'm going to stay oh, here while the Earth, you know, rebirths herself. Because that's all the, that's all planets do. You know what I mean? That's why all these natural disasters and shit happen. So that the Earth Take can go back long, to... Girl. That's fine. Y'all go up there and leave me here <laughs> with it. Because I'm not trying to live. And Mars. Well, I'm gonna be up with, on with Mars. Mars before this deal. <laughs> I'll be not up there. trying to do it. I'll be up there. I'll send you a. a I don't know what I don't we got coming from Mars. <laughs> exactly. I might not Mars. send you nothing. <laughs> Can't See y'all at the crossroads. You know, right. Keep your eyes on the prize. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm so done with you. <laughs> Let's get into these hot. Sorry. <laughs> Look at you. We got the week after week. You, if we was a little mm. bit more consistent, I would pee. get it. I would get it. All <laughs> tea. All tea. No sugar. All tea. No sugar. Tea, no, no, sugar cream. no cream. With our <laughs> hot top. Shut up. Hot topic guru, Miss yeah, Ashley. Here we, here we go. Yes, yes. <laughs> here with another week and some more BS starting out. Um, we're going to talk about the, uh, Nicki Minaj, Kenneth Petty. I don't know if y'all heard about this case, but, um, it's getting crazy. Now, when I first heard about, um, the backstory, Nicki Minaj is married to Kenneth Petty. Kenneth Petty is a registered sex offender because back when he was 16, he was convicted of raping another 15 year old girl. Um, the story behind that is she was on her way to school. She did know Kenneth Petty. They were, you know, associates in the neighborhood back in New York. She was waiting on the bus stop to go to school. Kenneth Petty approached her. They struck up a conversation and she was going to his house and um, ended up in her house and a rape happened. Immediately after the rape, she did go to school and let the officials know that she was raped. They took a rape kit and he was convicted of that. Mm. Well, now you guys know wherever he goes now from this point, um, he has to register as a sex offender. Mm -hmm. So the issue kind of comes up being when he's married to now Nicki Minaj. Mm. She wants to move in certain neighborhoods and cannot move. So, Mm -hmm. of course, this is kind of a hindrance on her life. So... When I first heard the story, I didn't believe it because I'm like, why would Nicki Minaj be calling someone else or have anybody in her her uh, party call the victim and harass her in a sense to uh, try to get money to retract her story? I was thinking that, like, why would Nicki Minaj do that with a bigger name? Well, now it's come out that it's being, it's a federal investigation. Again, they've opened back up the case because there's actual proof that Nicki Minaj has called this victim. She didn't directly offer her money, but she's not allowed to call the victim, of course. Like, mm. nobody associated right. with him can call the victim. So, um, yeah, her story, just kind of reading it, of course she got raped because he was convicted of it, but it's messed up that, because what it is is Nicki Minaj, it's not even so much that call she got from Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj fans the bars are fucking crazy. Right. They have been harassing this woman relentlessly. Her own family. I saw videos on YouTube when I was kind of researching the story. She has like friends or her family members doing vi- uh, videos saying things about her and just it seems like everybody's against her. It's, it's weird what's going on. I'm mad Nicki Minaj even got herself involved in some bullshit like this. But what are y'all's thoughts on the whole 
situation. So. <clears throat> I, Do y'all think her marrying Kenneth Petty was a mistake? It, that, that was that was about to be my point. I mean, if you're going to marry a sex offender, then you should know what's going to come with it, regardless of if you're Nicki Minaj or not. Um, because it's not like she didn't know for one that they're like childhood friends or something, right? Or her and him been to each other, if I understood correctly, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you already mm-hmm. knew what it was before you married him, Absolutely. and you can't think that your status is going like this is this is not no play play nothing. He's a registered mm-hmm. sex offender, sis. Like you should have known. So those that's the bed that you chose when you chose to marry him. So you got a lot of nerve trying to harass this girl and all that. And she's a victim of rape. Like, are you, you dead ass? That's just, and she went, Nicki Minaj is supposed to be this um, woman or rapper who's so big on female empowerment and all that. Like, she swears that that's what she's about. And in this case, when you have a woman who's been raped, like, you're, that's, that's contradictory, essentially. That's you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm not for this at all. That's the power of the D. Damn, know that dick. They look so awkward together. I know that dick ain't getting like that. <laughs> Is that dick like home, that? Nah. Man, my my home, man <laughs> I'm sorry. Ain't no. It might. It might be. But my whole thing. Um with Nikki in this situation is like her brother. Yes, him too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like for me, are you is this something you perpetuate? Or is it just like a fluke that you ended up with another fucking person that's associated with sexual abuse on another the person? Is, and I, I, I'm gonna be curious to see how this unfolds, but he has a child now. Right, so, a son. Mm-hmm. Right, so being a registered sex offender, you can't go to playgrounds. Mm-hmm. You can't schools. So this is gonna be interesting to see how, how she deal with that because this is like you said as a part of her life now you married into this this is not something you found out you you married into this so with that being said hubby not gonna be able to go to the private school hubby not gonna be able to go to the daycare he's not gonna well speaking up speaking of all that he allegedly he had to get permission from the judge even for uh, to be around in the hospital in that yeah. particular unit for him to be in the birth with Nikki when she gave birth. Yeah, that shit. They don't play. This is no, really giving don't. me. This is giving me like again. When of course you know I don't know Onika personally or whatever, but Onika. yes, Onika. <laughs> um, but what this is giving me though, outside looking in, is like she probably is on some. She's either one of those like. Well, it was years ago, and she got the details, and, you know, it's something that she felt like she could forgive. Like, it's something not necessarily forgive him for, but I guess not hold against him because he was only 16. It's giving me that. But then also because of her brother's situation, it's also giving me, like, she might be one of those women that's like, men will be men, boys will be boys type, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why she can, Mm -hmm. that's why she's able to look past shit like this. Like disassociate herself exactly, mentally exactly because bullshit. it's like okay, well, this happened years ago, and boys will be boys, so da da da, whatever, whatever. But, but my whole thing girl. with it is like, Nikki, you should have just stayed out the whole thing because even when the uh, victim that he was convicted of raping, her name is Jennifer. So whenever this whole thing came out, Nicki Minaj, when it first started coming out about her allegedly offering her money or somebody from Nicki's camp offering the victim money to recant her story, whenever all of that came out, Nicki Minaj was even like tweeting out things saying that, oh, I think someone tweeted like, was it a white girl? And they was like, and Nicki Minaj tweeted white is right as is kind of insinuating that it was white. Uh She's not white. Her mom is, she's mixed. Mm -hmm. You could clearly see the girl is mixed. So it's like, don't try to change the narrative to fit what you want it to be thinking that you got the money and the clout for it. And one thing about it, if y'all ain't learned nothing else from this T.I. shit, them higher ups, if y'all ain't paid whatever debt y'all paid, they coming for your ass. Mm. And they gonna get their shit because it's just like, when stuff like this come out, it's like, what did y'all do? So you're saying no that she was trying to change the narrative to like, a white woman cried rape from a black man. Right. Okay, gotcha. Yep, that's exactly mm-hmm. what she did. Mm-hmm. That's exactly when she, whenever Jen didn't come out. And that's what kind of made the lady come out because she was like, I'm sick of your fans coming at me when 
you know what it is. Right. Don't act like, and don't try to switch the narrative up because I don't want nothing. That's even what she said. She was like, look, I don't, I'll let y'all live y'all life. This thing get thrown back up into my face until recently. This shit happened 20 something years ago. Like she wants to forget this shit. But the more that Pe- Kenneth Petty, because what it was when he moved to California, he didn't, he didn't register. register. I remember that. That's uh-huh. right. So that's what brought all this up. And it kind of lands on her lap as the victim because her fans are coming at her. And when Nikki's trying to perpetuate another narrative is, oh, she was white, white is right, is uh, like kind of saying that the victim was white when she's clearly not. It's like, don't do that because now you're involving yourself. And now you in sh- deep shit. Cause you should just shut the fuck up. Now the feds is on your ass. That sucks to have to relive this shit twenty something years after the fuck it happened over and over again. Cause he keep on ooh, he ain't want to do shit. That that court case and those filings, every everything is made public again, and now I got to keep going through this shit, nigga. Sit still, right? Right. Sit your ass down. You and Nikki can find some place next to Kanye in uh fucking Wyoming. And live happily ever after. You don't have to be in in fucking uh, Laguna Beach, California, living your best life because they don't want you in Laguna Beach, Kenneth Teddy. Nikki, you can stay. Kenneth got to go. Yeah, that was that might not have been very smart. Like I understand the love part and all that, all that. That's cute, but the bigger picture. Yeah, I don't know if this was too smart on her behalf, especially as a musician who tours and I'm pretty sure wants him with her. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this might not have been too bright on her part. But it's too many restrictions. It's too many restrictions. But that's not anybody's issue but theirs. Right. You want to rape somebody? This is the life that you now have to lead, sir. Listen, this is it. I don't feel I feel no sort of sympathy at all. Just None. get your shit tight and, and shit up. Negative. And period. Tighten it up. The only thing y'all do have is for the victim. That's it. Exactly. That's it. I'm sure. So prayers up to the victim, child. I hope you this shit is over with, and cause she has like a, she just had a baby like a couple years ago. The victim, so you know she's a mother mm-hmm. of young children. Her daughters are older. Her she has an older daughter that kind of spoke out about it. So she's kind of trying to move on, live her own life. Right. She don't want to be associated with this shit. She don't want no clout, nothing. She wants y'all to leave her the fuck alone. So. Prayers up to her. Nikki, get it together. Tell your boy Petty, um, get his shit together too. All right, so moving on from that, I don't know if y'all heard about the New York lawmaker who wants kindergartners as young as five years old to learn about sex. So a legislation sponsored by State Senator Samra G. Brooke, Brock, uh, a freshman Democrat from Rochester, uh, would tie a New York's health curriculum to standards written by a left-wing interest group that advocates for sex ed for social change. So uh, what this would mean is kids as young as 11 would get lectures on vaginal, oral, and anal sex, study queer, two-spirit, asexual, pansexual, and other gender identities, and receive explicit instructions on the use of external and internal condoms dental dams and other contraceptives um the proposal will likely link to new york school to shift the recommendations of sexuality information education council so pretty much um you know even like when i'm talking to somebody like i have a tendency to say hey girl Mm. just eat even boys, I find I'd say that and I have to like catch myself. Mm-hmm. So one time I actually said that to my son, I'm like, uh, girl, I said, actually, he said, girl, some of like, mom, I identify as a boy. <laughs> I'm like, the fact that he has to say identify. that, that's what he's being taught uh-huh. in school because he very well knows that his classmate may not identify right. as boys. So we have to, and it's just like, y- y'all, where we live? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to let y'all give y'all's opinion, uh, whoever wants to go. I don't have nothing against nobody. Nothing. That shit crazy. When I was in school, I didn't worry about if somebody had was identified as something else. I was worried about somebody not knocking my milk carton over at the lunch table or what the fuck kind of pizza we was eating on Fun Fry. Okay, Pizza Friday. If we was playing dodgeball during recess 
or jump ropes or how quick I can get to the fucking hula hoops for the other little girl. I don't I don't know right. about I mean, okay, sex sex education is very important. You gotta know anatomy, you gotta know your body, you gotta know how that shit works because it can prevent a lot of shit. I honestly feel that it can't education and knowledge is power. But five years old being taught about how to use a condom and dental dams like what the fuck what the, at five years old I've only been on earth for five years and you're already teaching me how to reproduce I feel like that's a little too soon maybe let's push it back to about seven or eight because I did know people that was fucking at nine so let's do it about seven eight um I think five is way too soon. I think that's way too early. You can start introducing it. You can start introducing the body parts. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm not pretty sure. I'm sorry. I don't know how this world is set up. This world gets crazy every day. But what I would think is that it would be in waves, right? So maybe starting off with just like basic anatomy and just knowing that, you know, like maybe in kindergarten or first grade or whatever, you're learning that a man, well, I'm not going to say not normal sex, but a heterosexual sex, I'm sorry, is a man and a woman uh, coming together. And if they have sex with, you know, a man's penis going into a woman's vagina, he ejaculates and it makes a baby, something like that. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that at that age. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. It's when you start going into the actual, I guess, like practice of sex and you, when you start talking about anal and all that that's, that's what I'm saying like you introducing them the condoms that's what it, it's in ways though so like if you know as you get older you know they just keep adding a little bit little bit on so that maybe by the time you are 11 or 12 none of that is a surprise to you I kind of get it I kind of get it like cause you don't listen we not gonna front like it's not children out here four five six years old looking at porn and don't even really know exactly what they're looking at so it's like if they're we not of course we're not encouraging them to look at porn but i think that it would give a i think it if there's a little education behind it so they can see maybe what they're looking at and maybe why it's not appropriate for them at that age or whatever whatever i think does that not make it a little better no no, my 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 only my only issue my only issue with it, I just feel like if you get these niggas an inch, they'll take right. a mile. You automatically so it's like if, like if I'm you, sending you, my you child to do it, is that rest of me? Well, no, no, I'm just saying if I give the, oh, school, the school system the oh, right girl. to teach my yeah. child about mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. education, and you know I understand that there are kids out here who fucking don't even know who's cooking dinner for them when right. they get home. Like they don't know where they next meal, so they may not have the resources to have the parents that have these discussions mm-hmm. with them. And I totally get that. But I think that should be something that's handled outside of the classroom setting if you need to set up a group, after school group or something like that for those particular mm-hmm. children. But I just feel like once we get the school the right, and I just feel like as a, as a whole system, like, I don't know if y'all have heard of, um, gosh, it's called ageism. I want to say or age sexual. So it's a group of mm-hmm. people who say that and where I and where I kind of got this up. I don't know if y'all got this information from. I don't know if y'all seen that interview that Michelle Obama did with Zaya Wade. Zaya Wade is Dwayne Wade's mm-hmm. daughter mm-hmm. now, who is trans. So there's a particular group that uh, of adult men and women that say they are age sexual, meaning that they are 22 26 years old but mentally they say that they are 12 oh like hell so what that does is give them the right to right and so that's what i'm saying i feel like if i agree to y'all teaching this in the classroom what's next y'all gonna be teaching age sex let's keep it to these pe- these kids learning it from their parents let's just keep sex out of the school system sex ed for high school students i don't know why y'all didn't take that out why y'all took that out do they have sex ed anymore i had, I had sex ed when i was I a had freshman sex. Uh-huh. i had it in i had it in high school p did you have sex, I had ed sex education started in seventh grade see what i'm saying i feel like stuff like that is appropriate because i feel like the context of educational sex educational in that form 
it's cool. But when you're introducing it to kids who, yeah, they might watch a little yang, yang, yang porn with their cousins and don't know what the fuck's going on. I get that. But I think it's something the parents should be more open to discussing to their kids. Now, my mom was the type of, bitch, I'm going to give you these tapes. And I'm going to give you these uh, brochures and booklets. She did not talk to me about this Mm. at all. Like, period. So I kind of do wish I did have. But the thing about it is I read the brochure she gave me. I watched the tapes that she. So I I educated myself. But I can't say all kids are going to be like that. Or all moms are going to be like my mom and just ignore the shit. And I'm pretty sure. Your daughter end up pregnant and you don't know how the shit And And I'm pretty sure that that might be a big reason why this lawmaker came out with this proposal because they don't they're not thinking about the kids that do have the good structure at home they're thinking about the kids who lack it and it just so happens that it might be you know maybe more kids who don't have that knowledge or that support or that education or whatever at home so they're trying to step in and it just so happens that our kids who do get that type of support is just going to be in the mix, right? You always think about the bad mix bunch and not it. necessarily the good. Um, so, right, right. I mean, I, I, I feel like I the intentions... Be kids. I, I, I think that the intentions are good, though. I think that the intentions are good. It's just, I don't... The intentions are good, but it might not yield the best results, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's not something I would be comfortable with. I don't think for like again, I, it, unless it's little by little in ways. You know, Ariana, my daughter now knows that she has a mm-hmm. vagina. You know what I'm saying? But right, and, right. But she don't know. She's only three, so of course she doesn't know anything past that. Outside of that's where she what right. she comes out of, and can't nobody touch it. You know, so um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I the I thought the thought of mm-hmm. my six year old going to school and being taught about condoms. Is- Right, right, because Pete, you have you have a younger daughter. How would you feel if Jelly Bean with her uh-huh. cute self? Well, how would you feel if she goes to school and you get your packet and it's fucking her having to identify the fucking vagina? You know how they have you identify uh, the different the parts of urethra you just... and the vulva and uh-huh. shit, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Her coming up to me and I'm saying, babe, how was school? I learned about the vulva. Lord, I'm sorry. Y'all, I'm no. going down to the floor. Just stick the IV one in my, in, in, my, in my vein at that point. No. I can't. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right. I really just want us to, to, I don't fucking know, y'all. I don't know. Somewhere, kids stop being allowed to be kids and they get sex, they're getting sexualized so fucking early now. That's, that's why I have an issue. But then, see, okay, so speaking to that then, right? Kids have been more sexualized, yes, but also because the world is more sexualized. Sex is so at our fingertips now, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be sex as in actual physical sex. Right. It's just the the perception and all that of sex, sexy, sexiness. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's everywhere. Even when you watch TV shows, these kids shows, like they have boyfriend and girlfriends on Nickelodeon and Disney Channel now for these little kids show that they're supposed to be watching. Right. Or girlfriend and girlfriends, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. It's just relationship type activities. So it's like they see it anyway. So how do you get in front of it? So it's like if they're already going to see it, wouldn't you want them to have some sort of knowledge before they even watch it because they're going to see it anyway. I guess that's just going to take more energy and more time from the parent and filtering what the Absolutely. fuck your kids is watching. Right. Because when, when I was younger, it was a whole bunch of shit I was watching that I knew I had no business fucking watching, but it was because my dad didn't feel like really actually putting in time to step away from what the fuck he was doing. So he just <laughs> right. let us do it. He was un- or he was uncomfortable. Right. A little bit of both. <laughs> he really just wanted us to mm-hmm. do something. And that was something that we was doing. Mm-hmm. I think, I think these kids need to be allowed to be kids, man. I really do. I think they need to be allowed to at least finish wanting to play with Play-Doh. Let me finish wanting to build snow castles and, and play dress up before I start learning how to fuck something. Facts. I agree to a certain extent. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, well, it's a, it's a touchy home. subject. It is very touchy. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I wish parents were more, especially now we're in 2021. At this point, 
y'all the what is it generation x y'all are adults now y'all know the mistakes your parents made with you hopefully y'all are making it better in the form of sex talking you're more comfortable with talking to your kids where our parents might not have been comfortable with talking to us about sex i feel like exactly right so it's like so exactly so right so so boom again (laughs) speaking to that then it's like it was mm-hmm. so many years of uncomfortability, so many years of silence mm-hmm. and all that, that people are now trying right. to be more vocal, trying to be more open and right. stuff. But I guess what we're doing it too soon now. It's like it's always something. Yeah. So essentially, it's take something. care of your kids. Just do whatever you can yourself. Pretty much. That's all you really can do. We don't need these lawmakers in a room trying to make up laws for exactly. our kids. Let's Get in front handle of it. it so they don't see shit. Right. Yeah. We don't need them seeing shit because you see what how they do. All right, so moving on, mm. um, I don't know if y'all watched the Meghan Markle sure did. and <laughs> Harry interview. Whole Girl, interview. I watched every I sure moment, did. whole thing. <laughs> so what I, my takeaway from watching it, um, first thing I will say, I do gr- agree with my girl Amanda Seals, and I actually want to play a clip because I don't know if y'all remember, or Pete, I did you watch it. the interview? You be booked and busy, so I no, know you probably ain't seen shit. No. You watched it? Well, do y'all remember the part whenever um, she said that she did not really do any type of research prior to? All I know is if I meet somebody at the gas station, the bitch, I'm on the IG. I ain't got no Facebook, but I got a ghost account on every Listen. social network. I'm going to be on that. I'm going to do, I'm asking y'all, Do you, have y'all ever heard of this nigga? I don't know nothing about him. Have y'all heard of, it's going to be somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. What? what who does do y'all that? not know? Girl, please. <laughs> and I love what my girl Amanda said. Let me just play a little bit of what she said. Okay. <laughs> Bad. And that's my whole point. Like, I, I wish, I do wish, I, I, I feel the whole interview because I feel like low key. I feel like Harry has been plotting since Princess Diana died as to how he can get back to the fucking monarchy, how he can get them motherfuckers to a fucking place where he, absolutely, absolutely, where Prince Harry dropped, or where Prince Williams dropped the ball, Harry picked that bitch up and was like, "Uh uh-uh, not my mama. And I feel like he low-key did all of this, and I even kind of personally think is the even marrying Megan, knowing she had 50% black in her, because uh, low key, whenever she they made the comment about the uh, situation where they had the conversation about how brown Archie, uh, Archie mm-hmm. is going to be. First of all, I just feel like now I'm not saying that Megan didn't ex- um, get any racism in the castle. It was almost to every black woman we knew what she was going through from the beginning. Like the fact that she was even said that she was cool with the queen. And me like, what? And you was cool with the queen. I felt like she'd have been the number one. Like, who the fuck is mm. this bitch? But I just feel like when they sat down for that interview, I just wish they would have been totally honest. Like, who said that shit? As far as Prince Archie, uh, Archie being brown, like, I don't ever feel like that's an issue. Prince Archie's 75%. White. Right. That would never be a thing where he would come out brown i don't think so i don't i know the melanin gene is a strong motherfucker but i just don't think like that was even who if we didn't get a close-up of i mean megan she got a taste of her own she got a taste of what black women get every day in america over there and that's and listen and that's what and it was probably a social shock for her (laughs) because As a woman that comes out as a white woman in the Americas where 
land of the free home of the brave. We built this bitch, but it belongs to the whites. Like, when you come like that, when you come out like that in the world, it's like, you go over there, might be a shock for you. Because the fact that you saying that you didn't do any type of research on him, I don't believe that. But I do believe that she experienced a lot of racism. But Hold on, you saying that she don't... I absolutely believe that she didn't do any research before she started. Absolutely, she did not. It, Meghan Markle lived in the privilege of whiteness. And why the fuck would she do anything? She thought she, she didn't feel like she had to. She thought that she was good. Exactly. No, she ain't do no. And that's when I heard that part, I was like, I almost rid off the whole interview after that. I'm not watching the rest of this because who the fuck does that? You and, and it's she acting like she was she's acting like she marrying a nigga that we that we met. Bitch, this is the prince. That you met at the fucking exo. <laughs> right. Bitch, this is the you prince. Ain't you telling me you didn't do nothing. That's how I knew then. Oh, you have a different lens on shit. You clearly have not, prob- you or you likely did not experience a lot of the prejudices or just, you know what I'm saying? That uh, the other black women or that other black women experience, you couldn't have. You could not have. Because how when you really thought that you was about to go in here and fit in just like how you do here. That's what she thought. Not realizing, oh, bitch, this is great. Britain, honey, they have a history of hating niggas. Come on now. <laughs> they might not uh, They might not have uh, had actual slaves, but bitch believes the slave boats were built Come by Britain. Now. They actually provided the boats that listen. went to Africa to come get my motherfucking ancestors. So, girl, please. Oh, <laughs> we not going to do that. We not going to do that. Megan, two words. Christopher Columbus. <laughs> you, girl, go ahead, P, because what we not going to do is act like... And that's my whole thing. That is my whole thing. Like, okay, so are we saying she did not do the research on, like, the Just racism that it. could be, just like, period. Queen Charlotte or... Okay. Just period. Now, I can believe that maybe she didn't do the... She did the surface shit. Like, oh, bitch, I'm about to be the Duchess and stuff. But she didn't even remember. Know. She said she didn't even really do that because, remember, what did she say? She didn't do any research about the role because she thought that they were going to tell her once she got there. She didn't even know she, what her duties now were. Now, I will were. say... Now, I will say, I would not think at all, like, I understand you meet the queen, I got a curtsy or some shit. I would not think if I'm meeting her in her living room at her house that I would need to fucking... Oh, of course. Now, that, that's... And the deepest... That's the now, I didn't level. know the deeper the curtsy, the more respect it is. See, I didn't even know that. So, maybe in that sense, I get what you're saying. But see, when they said she didn't do the research, I was thinking maybe... She should have looked. No, I'm thinking that if you, I can, again, this is different. Why the fuck would you, you marrying into a royal family and you mean, I'm not saying go through history and learn everything from the beginning to the end or nothing like that. But Mm -hmm. first of all, knowing that, knowing what happened with Princess Diana should have been like red flag number one to even make you start looking and see, well, what the fuck happened there at least, at least then. Come on now. Like, girl, what? What kind of privilege had girl? You like we said last show, them red, the them red flags be looking, them red flags be looking like six flags, bitch. When mm. you having a good time, she with the whole Please. prince. These it's Great Britain, flags, like come on, like colonialism and all that. Like come on, like even if you didn't want to look very deeply into it, bitch, you went to a history class now. Stop playing with me. Exactly. That's why when P said Christopher Columbus, like okay, so you you're a bright. I would woman. think you know. You, well, yeah, goddamn, very surface because I really just saw an interview said a couple big ass words, and I'm like, no, she must have went to school or something. I don't know, but it's like you, 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 you have your common sense. You was able to get infiltrate a circle to get to be able to be in another circle where Prince Harry. You got to be in, you right. You got to infiltrate a circle of people because I'm pretty sure my ass. Wouldn't be able oh, baby. to he, get baby. a phone call from no, like, You ain't marrying nobody. Right. Where we going? Like, I'm not gonna get that call. Maybe you were tailor made for this role. And what you got the rude awakening on is bitch, they believe they, in the listen, one drop. One drop. You got a one drop of black in you, bitch, you a whole nigga. 
and we finance you. And I think a lot of it, I do believe some of it was jealousy because I do believe that a lot of people, when even after they came off that Australian trip tour, that like all of them do whenever they first get married, that's like one of the biggest tours that they do. Princess Diana did that and that's kind of where everybody noticed she was a standout mm-hmm. and they kind of stopped paying attention to her fucking mm-hmm. husband who ain't shit. That's what happened with Megan. And I think that Harry seen that and what I, I don't know how he feel about her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, you know, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But I do like how he got her out of that shit. And I do respect the fact that he might've seen what was coming regardless of he was like, bitch, this my right. way out. Oh, I got a one-way ticket out the situation. The fact that he got her out of the situation. Because y'all not yes. her life. Is do her like y'all did my mama. Right. That was beautiful. Now that I did that, that was true support. Knowing that, seeing like almost history almost about to repeat itself and catching it before it could and just saying, fuck it, we can leave all this behind. Now it is, now I do understand, regardless of all the other things that I was like, what the fuck, I do understand how they were like, like Prince Prince Harry and Meghan were like, how are y'all going, because we're doing this, the retaliation that they got from it where, you know, they lost security and all that. I can understand how that's an issue because what that's it's just fucked up all the way around. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like you, uh, like we out here in Canada and all Brothers. that, and y'all know. Even though I stepped right. away, and the way that they described it is, they weren't necessarily trying to leave the family. They just wanted a different role, essentially. Mm-hmm. And y'all talking about mm-hmm. leave, like dropping security and shit. Like that's fucked up. Y'all really trying to have me out here naked? You the know, a point. target essentially. But to prove a point, exactly proving whatever power and shit that y'all have, that's fucked up. But then again, that's nothing. That's mm-hmm. that's essentially a lower level of what happened to Diana. Diana definitely spoke out very explicitly before they offed her. You know what I'm saying? So and she was allegedly pregnant by that uh, mm-hmm. Syed dude, that brown Muslim guy. They didn't and then and, and boom, here she she's gone. You see what I'm saying? So. This is just a lower level of that. Like if y'all speak against us, then we gonna fuck with you essentially. Um, I don't, I don't know. But either way, I'm just glad that yes, he was there to support her. That got her out of it. Tyler Perry, shout out to Medea hooking up. Listen, shout out to t- and we don't shout enough, him cause out. We don't be knowing what he be doing. The nigga really be working on the low. Facts. He do. He do. He do. He do. And the fact that he didn't. Cause bitch, if they were staying in one of my rentals, Megan, Marco, or Harry, y'all lucky y'all wouldn't stand in one of mine. Cause bitch, guess what? Let me tell you who one See, of my is wrong with niggas now. Rules. Y'all talk too much. Royal bitch, I'm about to put that shit on motherfucking Airbnb. I get to sell that shit. Eighteen thousand a night. Yes, the royals left here. Oh, I'm running that shit to the ground. So shout out to Tara, Tara, Tyler Perry. For not being listen, uh, yeah, he did that because who yeah. knew? Who freaking knew? Yeah, Woo-hoo! that was dope. That was dope. He's building up the table yeah, style. I like that. I like that. He's building up. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. He said it and he's showing it. All right. So um moving on from that into our next segment that I just created last <laughs> week. Here for it or not. Guess we- you weren't here last week. This is a new segment that I've implemented where I, it's going to be a topic. Last week it was, since it was like kind of like the Valentine's special episode, I guess, I did it on relationships. This week it is on the Coming to America movie that appeared or, or premiered on Amazon Prime. What I was upset about thing they deserve for it to be in the movie theaters. Right. I mean, I wanted to see the premiere party like Lunell said. She thought the premiere party was about to have your right. ass and shit. Cause you gotta, y'all gotta remember they finished um, taping this like right. a year ago. So it's been, you know, in the workings, but I'm pretty sure y'all have saw it. I, I did. Sure. I watched it Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll get y'all's opinions on it first. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Uh, it's some mm-hmm. people saying that they didn't like it, but I mean, the first movie was in fucking what, 88? Right. So, right? Right in all the makeup. Oh my there, gosh. Fuck with it. That's crazy. I liked it too. I feel like they tried to tie 
a move two movies together that was 20 right. something years apart I think they did a very good job of it I thought it was funny it didn't have I think people's expectations were so high from such a classic movie but it's like how can you come out with a movie so great and kind of do a sequel that would match up to that 20 some odd years later I think it was it was it was gonna be difficult to pull off anyway, and so with what they had, I think they did a great job. I thought it was good. I I, had, I laughed like a good laugh exactly. a few times. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> yeah, that's the my. I think it was good. Now I am upset about reading like the yeah. comments, and I think a lot of the comments are from like people who may have watched Coming to America years ago, a yeah, years ago, uh-huh. or within. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you actually lived in that area, you wanted to see they didn't right. fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? They kind of just extended the uh, I even liked how they kind of went back with the um, spoiler alert spoiler alert. Whenever they went back and kind of show how um, what was her name? Leslie, oh, Leslie Mary Leslie, Leslie Jones. Uh-huh. Yeah, Leslie Jones, how her and uh, Eddie Murphy fucked right. around, and we didn't see that part, but I like how they tied it together. Makeup and uh-huh. everything. I thought it was I so did too. cute. I just thought it, it was a it, good movie. I smiled yeah, I the whole time. I, I thought have, it was have, very cute. And I, I enjoyed it. When the last time that we had a really black. great black movie or black show right. with legends like that? I loved it. I was just excited to see right. everybody in it. Um, I, I did not know that the mother, I didn't know that she died. She died in like the no. 90s too. I didn't know that. Sure From Lucinia. Yeah. So rest in peace to her. Because of course I was looking for her, not knowing. Aliola? Um, what do you say? <laughs> a- Alien. Alien. Thank you, Aliola. I did not know that she passed away already because I was looking for her, of course. Um, I didn't know that she died, but right. other that mean, they got that everybody that was in it before. Everybody, baby, I we look bomb. You hear me? I'm talking about. I was confused. Like, wait, now is they doing a flashback or is right. it really them? Because at this point, and I really liked how he had his yes. daughters and how yeah. they kind of interpret <laughs> made the outside child. It's right. I like that because it's like. You know, they didn't... I just liked how they had him having yeah. three daughters and not having a son. Right. And going like to get that. his son and still let his, mm-hmm. his daughter still going to be queen. You know, let the woman right. shine and all that. I loved it. I thought it was really good. The music numbers, that was dope. Um, on a midnight train to the moon. Wakanda is like 30 minutes away from the moon. Right, they all up in the okay. same area, mm-hmm. basically. Pretty they much. still had McDowell's in it. Now that shit was he funny. Yeah, that, that shit was funny. With Louis, was that who was that? Is that what was the white dude? I thought he Louis died. Oh, Louis. Me. Was it Farrell? Is that Louis. his name? Lou Farrell? Not Farrell, because it's Will Farrell. M- M- it's Louis. Louis something. Louis. Louis something. No, that's the um. I thought he died. Me too. You think that was his son? He had a clone or something. Because I know that nigga died. Clearly not, because he was in the I know Aleoli better not be dead and he's still around here uh alive anyway. I thought I really thought he I died, but alive. um, I really did too. I really it was did good too, to see them all in it. Yes, McDowell's the made it to the moon. Duh, come on now, McDowell's out. I love that commercial. <laughs> oh, listen, man, would you give him his flowers? Would you give Please. him his flowers? And he was so yes. he was funny. You hear me? He was, girl. I bet every time I go to RJ room, I be leaning to the side watching <laughs> it. <laughs> Like, it's not funny. We don't get to see Wesley in a lot of comedy roles. Yes, that was good to see with that uh, yeah. them ugly ass braids. I loved it. Okay, and they the, the only part I was like, y'all are so corny for having my home. Oh yeah, girl that was still bark. Okay, <laughs> y'all ran her for film. Really, that was hilarious. I'm done like, with y'all. I said, no, y'all didn't. No, y'all didn't. I laughed. I kiki. <laughs> I'm so done. I'm like, so he all came right, back so- all this time. You still ain't told that girl to stop. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Please. I'd have been Okay. Good. <laughs> Please. 
Lisa still look good. Tiana Taylor. Right. Hell no. Nope. Good movie. So we're here for it. The girls are here for it. Bravo. Absolutely. I loved it. I loved it. Good continuation to the story. I didn't watch Bad Boys Life. I still haven't seen that. I gotta watch that. I went to when I was on my way to go see Bad Boys. That's when I found out Kobe died, and that was the last time I went to the movie theater. Actually, mm. when I went to see Bad mm. Boys, yep. Yeah, I still haven't seen them. I gotta watch. I'll watch that tonight. Matter of fact, get your tissue. Okay, look at you with playing. You go. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Who? Nobody yeah. died. Just get your tissue. Just get your tissue. We don't give spoilers here on Three Girls in the Podcast. We don't really. I don't give mind spoilers. spoilers like that. And look, I know right. you don't hate it, and I still I really hate that. I know, I me. Mean, like, why do you want that? I don't like them surprises. Just tell me what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'll watch it and still love it. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. <laughs> I'd have been told you a whole lie, and then like, girl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, moving right along to some good news: Swiss Beats and Timberlands versus has been acquired by Triller Network, hey. the parent company of TikTok competitor Triller. While the exact nature of mm-hmm. the deal is undisclosed, of course, it was announced that the two versus founders are now larger shareholders in the Triller network and they and that they are they have allocated a portion of their equity in the Triller versus combined company to all 48 43 creatives who have performed on versus today. Right. So that's pretty big. And we was actually talking on one episode that what are y'all gonna do? Because obviously quarantine is, I'm claiming that already quarantine coming to a goddamn mm-hmm. end. And we about to be outside at concerts and shit. Versus is definitely gonna be a thing that's gonna stick around even after this, and I'm proud of what Swiss Beats and Timberland have created. I really am. Black is on the rise. Congratulations. I love it. Black is on the rise. Didn't um, okay. Jay Z just make a a A deal. He Uh did, and the great thing about that deal is he, as y'all know, he all the shareholders that. Rihanna, Beyonce, everybody that had shareholders in title, he broke And it's off. like 8.9 like million or something too. It was a good yes, ass Yes, which uh-huh. is, right. You got to think about it. They only probably invested 2 million at right. most into Triller and they getting that back. So kudos to Black him for doing that and looking out for his shareholders. That's Listen, that money is coming in. I love to see it. I love to see mm-hmm. it. Love it, love it, love it. But that does wrap up old tea, no sugar, no cream. Be back next week with some um, more tea for you. Some more bullshit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Right. It's gonna be piping fresh. Smoke off the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Absolutely right. So, with the hard topic today, hold on. Let me close this out because I don't got distracted. Sorry. Um, okay, so what we um, we didn't touch on it um, in the hot topics, but we are aware that uh, Jeff Bezos' wife, what's her name? Do y'all know her name? Or ex-wife, um, I'm sorry. I can get it. Ex-wife, right. The one he just divorced. I'll the one who just divorced and she ended up getting like half of his money when she divorced them. Shout outs to her. She the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. She is now marrying a kindergarten teacher. A kindergarten teacher who we know does not make nearly as much money as Jeff Bezos did and probably doesn't have as much money as she does in the bank. At um all. And well, hold on. We don't know. We, he might be a kindergarten teacher for fun, but... You're right. I mean, yeah. He might have got a nice little yang, yang, yang or hair. Or something, right. You know, a little hair or something. We don't yeah. know. But essentially, Alex, right? Her name is her name is Mackenzie Scott. Scott by Scott. the way, okay. So Mackenzie Scott is marrying a kindergarten teacher after just leaving a billionaire, Jeff Bezos. Mm. Um, About to be trillionaire, right? Because I know, especially for me, I'm on Amazon every fucking day. That nigga getting all my money. So, um, but essentially, bringing us to our hard topic of um, tying this into, I guess, relationships and finances. Um, 
you know, we scream, especially following behind, like, the likes of, like, city girls and shit. We ain't fucking with no broke niggas, all that, all that. So, how important are finances? Huh? Real ass nigga give a fuck. Big freaking. How important are finances to you guys, especially in dating now? You know, none of us are married now, so... Um, how important are finances? And when we do come up, you know, we on our way to millionaire status. Would we be willing to date someone who is not there? Um, or not there yet, maybe. I I'll think say. as long as they have their own drive, it's cool. But if you get mm-hmm. somebody that, that's not mm-hmm. on the same level as you and he's already in the corner pocket, then they're already comfortable. I don't think that's a good look. But I think if he has some ambition by himself, mm-hmm. He he might not be a millionaire status yet, but goddamn it, he he on his way. He trying. He doing something. He selling sunflowers on the on the side of the highway. He got a business. He printing t shirts. He he got he doing something. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with that. Even mm. in the same breath though, I try not to date your potential. But if I see that you got some drive and right. you're not just out here by myself, I think I'm, I'm good. I'm good at that because we can build together mm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I think for me, I I do choose happiness. Like I'm all for uh, happiness over everything, for sure. Like my peace of mind is number mm-hmm. one. If you coming into my uh, aura with some disruption, you're gonna be outside the aura looking right. in like a fool. But it's like what I can't do is I can't. I'm not going to be the teacher. You have to be the leader. Because mm. I just feel like the man, that is your mm. role. You have to be leading. And by leading, I mean doing better than me. <laughs> and a lot better. You can't. You have to. That's what I mean. Because it's going to come a point, if I'm doing better than you, as a man, your confidence is not going to be where it needs to be. And I just know right. that. And that's just off me uh-huh. living on this mm. earth. I know if I'm doing better than you financially, at the end of the day, you're going to feel away. You're not going to feel your best self, insecurities, all that. So I don't have to, I don't have time for that in my at this point in my life. So at the very least, you have to be doing better than me. It don't have to be, you know what I'm saying, millionaire status, but it has to be to a point. And me and him know where that's at, you know, wherever he's at. So it's like, at that, at the very least, I can't have somebody that is a man, and I mean knowing what a man is. I've seen representations of a man. I know what a man is. You have to, you have to be doing better than me. Yeah, it's not gonna work. I'm not. I, I can't. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Six. I feel like I've dated mm-hmm. enough broke niggas now. It's over. And as I. I'm manifesting that uh, the nigga that's gonna make me happy and all that, all that, is going to have fucking money. Like, I don't have to sacrifice one for the other. You know, because, you know, people kind of along the lines of what you were just saying, Ash, like, you know, happiness and who you love and whatever is most important and um, mm-hmm. all the other stuff, you know, will come Peace later. Mind. That's cute or whatever. Um, but I'd rather be happy with a rich nigga than happy with a broke nigga essentially and now, that's I'm just that one period I'm not I'm not doing it no more I'm, I'm saying mm-mm. he ain't got to be on the same level as me we can get you there I'm not got to be broke right and so and what I'm saying I mm. and what I'm saying right, right. is that cause I'm not saying that y'all are saying to date a broke nigga I don't think anybody yeah. especially at our age we nobody's trying to date anybody broke <laughs> but <laughs> right. when it comes to but brokenness doesn't necessarily right. have to mean that there's no money in a bank brokenness can also be a lack right. of financial literacy and you know what I'm exactly. saying and not knowing how to manage exactly. wealth and all that all that I'm not no sentiment no part of being broke is gonna be attached to me mm-hmm. like okay so if I have a million in the bank and you don't that's fine but I'm sure that Best. you have hundreds of thousands at least and that your mm-hmm. that hundreds of thousands that next investment that you about to make is about to make it into the million right behind mine. Like I'm right, not you have a game. plan as to how to multiply. <laughs> I'm not that. Right, games. right. <laughs> and at this point in my life, I can't do right. it. I can't do it with you. We so to cut that all that out at the beginning. This is just mm-hmm. what it is. Period. And happiness, 
that comes with that me getting what it is I right. want and living the life I want to live mm-hmm. absolutely that's where my happiness and peace like I said peace of mind is more important to me than anything I can and that pe- and, and peace can. of mind can come financial uh, financial issues can um, add to that peace of mind you don't have that much peace sure. when you out here struggling trying to do shit so yeah mm-hmm. I mean I'm, I'm, I've never even been the type for real for real to even want like mm-hmm. millions and billions of dollars. One person don't need. I never thought that one person needed all that money. You know what I'm saying? All that money, but right, definitely right. need enough to where you can um, maintain your lifestyle and mm-hmm. have something left behind for your children and shit. For you know, children. and be able exactly. to give and all that too, of course, right? But we don't, we don't even have to get into hundreds of millions. Nah, that's not necessary, right? Because it's like these fucking caucuses out here. They're literal. The middle class for them is having a little something when they gone for their kids to be able to build a little something for right. themselves. Like that's literally middle class for them. That's what I expect. For mm, period. So, so, with that being said, then if you just came into five hundred million or whatever, whatever. And you met a really great guy. He's awesome. Everything that you want, everything on your list, he's it. But he's a kindergarten teacher making thirty thousand dollars a year. You're not fucking with you it. Would access. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you go first because it's like, let me think on this shit. I, okay. When uh, he got I'm over everything, here with and when million. I say everything on the list, bitch, I might just have Bolo on speed dial from the Real Housewives. <laughs> but no, but you don't have to have Bolo because he everything on the list everything. except he only make thirty thousand a year. But you got five hundred million. You know why I'm good? Five hundred million. And I don't see What one person really needs all that money? Why? I think I'm good. If this man has everything all that, that I want and I need, that means I pray for this man. That means he was sent to me. So that right. means if I fuck right, with you like right. that, it was mine is yours. That's just how I am. That's just I've always been like that. So what's is mm. yours? If if right. you are really sent here for me, right? And you everything I need, you're not gonna run off with this bag. You finna fit. So I'm good. I think I'm I'm good with that. I'm right. fine with that. Your dollars don't don't equal happiness to me. With who you are, how you treat me, the type right. of shit that we can do, we can laugh together, we can have a conversation that's not one dimensional, that type of shit. If you if you turn me on mentally, I'm straight. I'm so good. As long as we connect and we good on everything else, I don't give a fuck about no 30k and I got 500 mil. That 500 mil is yours too, no cap. Okay. And it's um and it's almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, I might have prayed for this man. Like, this might have been the exact person I prayed for, but what I won't want from that man, he better not show no signs of insecurity. Because what you don't want is him altering his self because he's trying to be what you want and kind of walking on glass. Like, he has to be really secure. I'm not going to tell this nigga. Like, for real, for real. I ain't telling you nothing about me. Not, Not on that line. I'm finna see mm-hmm. how how far we can get without you right. even knowing that. I'm not even gonna expose really who I am until I know that right. you are my person. Then once I figure out that you're my person, hey, guess what? So I kind of came in at mm-hmm. 500 million. You want some? Kind of. <laughs> <million>. Not kinda. <laughs> I don't think I would do it, y'all. I don't think so. And the only reason why I say. It's because, yes, okay, boom, he got everything on my list and all that. Yes, I probably prayed for him, manifested him, and here he is. But I would still have this, I, and I guess this might be something that I would have to work on. Like, I would have a trust issue, essentially. Because it's like, okay, mm. yeah, even if I don't ex- or tell you about the money from the beginning, money changes people. And 500 million, if you ain't never seen 500 million, I don't, I just don't know how you would handle it. Like, I would still have a certain thing of you're not gonna run off on me of course because I got the bag however I just don't feel like you know you just coming from 30,000 you're not gonna handle my money right it's gonna be like just uh, the money I feel like cause somebody who came from nothing can easily blow millions you know what I'm saying quick and you don't even know where it went because you just spending 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 so Nah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that I would do it. I don't. I would. I would sacrifice everything on but that he, list. But if he, just because he only makes thirty thousand, I think so. Thirty thousand. 
I should I should be able to, right? It, I guess it would have to be a mental thing. I would have to talk myself or I would have to trust that he is everything for real, for real. Because I just I just feel like once they see 500 million, they just going to be starting to make plans with my shit. <laughs> and you know, you know what this kind of reminds me of, this question? Do y'all remember the lady who won all the millions of dollars? She lived here in Charlotte, I believe, or North Carolina somewhere. She won all that money. She like bailed her boyfriend mm-hmm. out of jail on our y'all and fifty. Uh-huh. And he went bad. So it's and like, that money going, ain't it? And she had to get uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. Right. 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 Exactly. See, it's shit sometimes, like that. Some mm-hmm. no, it's sometimes it's like Ayala told her. It don't matter how much money somebody gets. Sometimes that hood rat, ghetto ass mentality is just mm. them. Like she literally had money to where she was straight right. for life. But she could not leave that shit alone with the bullshit that he had going on. She couldn't leave that life alone. Some people just can't deal with that. They can't deal. It's a lot to deal with being able to have that much, that amount of money. Because it's a good amount. You know what I'm it's saying? Good, so then, okay, boom. It does change. It people. does, right. It does change. People. So then flip side then, this flip side coming back to us, I know I don't make, um, I don't even make 100000 right? So right. if, should I believe or should I think that I can date a man that makes or that has $500 million, <laughs> When I only have uh, exactly. one comma in my bank account, which I think. Well, see now, see I, I get that I do get that, but I just feel uh-uh. like uh-uh. <laughs> as a I woman, look. like uh-huh. no, I do, uh-huh. I do. I just feel like a man coming into the situation <laughs> with money. Is a whole lot different than a woman coming to a situation with money because if a woman has the bag, that man is gonna be insecure at some point with the bag of his that ego the woman and has. stuff. Right, right, right. Because of his ego, it's just a natural trait for a man to have that type of sentiment eventually for a woman because it's like people, especially with social media, because they gonna be like, every time you post something, oh my girl just bought me a Porsche. Oh, nigga, you ain't got shit. If you bought her something, it's with her money. So it's just like he's going to eventually feel away at some point. And my thing, if a man comes into it with the bag, it's totally different. Because people, society, the America, <laughs> expect for the man to provide. To uh-huh. Yeah, to provide is just what it is. I mean, that's just how it is. And I think eventually ego in a man is going to eventually kick in at some point when he sees, well, damn, yeah, I'm with somebody that got got it. I don't have to worry about shit, but it's not coming from me. And niggas is thinking, like, no matter what I show them, they going to know she bought it for me. I'm not a man like that. I have to bring something. And unfortunately, your $30,000 don't even pay our utility. Mm. So even if you continue to work, like what are you doing? You're buying groceries. You're you're literally paying for one of our nannies at best, and you just putting half on that. So I just think that a man's insecurities and egos will kick in with some point with a woman, as opposed to a man coming in with money and it being okay. Because a woman, we don't give a fuck mm-hmm. where the money coming from, as long as we're good. And I ain't got to put them out my checkbook once we leave the root crib. Like, <laughs> we're good. Like, I, I don't have to worry about that. We're good that way. But a man, not so much. It's going to be cute the first couple of years. Going to get a little yang, yang, yang in Jamaica taking pictures. But eventually, he's going to let niggas get in their head unless you get somebody that's secure within themselves and don't give a fuck. That's wrong. Oh, I think just like we what had you this think, conversation, I, I think it's men everywhere saying if a bitch ain't got six figures, I'm straight. Right. <laughs> but do you think the man that's saying that shit is he nah, a balling the kindergarten ass teacher then, but or is he but then you a balling ass that like that women who make significant okay. in them? So, so that they, yeah. 
Right. But that like to take know, care I of. Like um, I get all that old school that shit. A man is supposed to blah blah blah. I was raised by my. But I feel like in a partnership, we supposed to have each other. Right. Um. Absolutely. And I think that's fine if a man is secure within himself to be with a woman and it just be what it is. A woman would totally go along with that because like we good. Fuck what everybody else saying. It's how we looking at it. But it's just like I just like my niggas for me. I'm a for my niggas. You make right. Mm. It's just like I think it's just when outside sources get involved. That's what's gonna irritate the nigga, and that's where the issue come in. Unless you get. A nigga secure within himself, <laughs> and I just don't know if he exists. So what I'm gonna say is, we I'm are, just gonna need you to have your shit together. So we ain't even got period existence. All right, and I'm talking about mentally mm-hmm. available, right? Emotionally mm-hmm. mature. Right. Yes. Work through your shit. Great mm-hmm. communicators, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. And who knows, Miss uh, Mrs. X Bezos might just have found that in Mr. Kindergartner teacher. And if that's the case, good for her. Because they probably good with they probably on the other side of Kanye, like I said in Wyoming. Well, uh they on one side and the McKenzie and them on the other side. That's all I say. Just move somewhere where you ain't on good good when you don't get good Wi-Fi, you're not on IG and Twitter, all like that. And if you hear bullshit people saying. And just live your best life. Right. Be happy. <laughs> Listen, Pretty shit much. is just flying. Shanice, I might. Shanice, I might come pick you up when <laughs> Earth go to hell from Mars. And since you had to say so much to say, I don't know if I want to <laughs> like that. All out with the corrupt and bringing that uh, shit to my damn right. Look, I don't know. Don't pay me nine one one. Don't do that. I'm busy. Don't do that. <laughs> Girl, please. Yeah, I'm over her. Oh, hey, man. well, this was cute, guys. It was. Always, yes. Yes. Absolutely good energy, all that good stuff. That might be the title of the day. Thank you, P. I come with a difficult time with picking titles. <laughs> Happiness over everything is the name of this episode. Period. And we'll be back. Um, yeah, if yeah, not yeah. next week, the week yeah, after yeah, next. Yeah, Y'all know yeah, how we do. We coming on. <laughs> yes. Right. Before it's coming. Right. Regardless. Shout out my baby. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Shout out, baby. Yeah, look at you. We look, the girl is really gonna be shouting out on uh Bay. So hey, first shout out. <laughs> don't fuck up, because you Ooh, see how we, we do. Don't be don't be a whole episode, a sir. We will be not a whole episode of the podcast special. <laughs> I will do Hey. Mm. Look, and that's the worst part. Oh, don't date no artist. I will do Did you it. Write a song? Done I would be so mad if a nigga wrote a song about me. Don't be. Oh, wow. Oh, see, don't do that. That's real. <laughs> and don't let it be a I'm about kid. to say, those oh, be the best shit. ones when it's be, when it's be about real shit. Those be the best tracks. And to this day, everybody still, you better call Tyrone. Okay. Erica made a hit. Right. Shout out to Boot Thing. Don't fuck it up. That's good. We love to hear it. We love to hear it. Happiness over everything. Hashtag. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we're gonna wrap it up for the night. I am Miss It's your girl Ashby. And we out, y'all. Thanks for listening.